בשם השם נעשה ונצח, קבול באשר, קבול באשר, we hope everybody had a meaningful fast, a year full of ברכה, הצלחה, and עלייה ברוכניות וגשמיות, כל טוב סלע. We know this week's parsha is Hazinu, right before Sukkot, and we wanted to talk about Sukkot and Parshat Hazinu. One of the my most favorite psukim in the entire Torah is in this week's parsha, and of course, recording from my aunt's yard site. She was like a second mother to me, Mina Dvorah Bat David. Ruach Hashem Tenichena began Eden. The pasuk in the beginning of the parsha, pasuk number nine. Says ki chelik Hashem amo Yaakov chever nachalato, which means the um, the Jewish people for Hashem's portion is His people. Yaakov is God's allotment. So this is Rashi says a fascinating thing. He says why does God never let the Jewish people get destroyed? We know Mark Twain writes this that. All the greatest dynasties and monarchies and kingdoms of the world, from Babylonia to the Greeks to the Romans, they fell to the wayside. But the Jew is eternal. Now, why? What is the secret to Jewish eternity? Because it says, because his portion was compromised in them and was destined to come forth. And who is his portion? His people. Which means, the best way to understand this is to the words of the Holy Zohar, which means Yisrael ve'oraita ve'kutsha berichu chadhu. We Jews, when we accepted the Torah, it's very hard to say this kivyachol about kivyachol about Hashem, which is above time and space. But we became part and parcel. And enveloped and engulfed in the holiness of God, we became united in Him. We became His children, and just like a father never abandons his children, we became a piece of Him, Kivyachol. Which means we had the closest relationship possible is that of a father to a son. Even a wife, God forbid, one can divorce, but through the Torah. The Torah, the Jewish people, and God are like one entity. So, therefore, just like God is eternal, the Jewish people are eternal. And even though this week's parasha it says "Vayishman Yeshurun Vayivat," throughout history, right now we see in a lot of cities, a lot of states, a lot of countries. Maybe God forbid, sixty, seventy percent of Jews get assimilated, but the glorious Jew. Which is like the apple of God's eyes. That's the next pasuk. God watches over us like the apple of His eye. We, the Torah is eternal. God is, of course, is eternal, and the Jew became intertwined with God and is eternal. And this is this not the message of Sukkot that after Baruch Hashem we hope Tekubal Beratzon. All our fasting and teshuvah, our repenting, was accepted by the Almighty God. Invites us under His under His sukkah, under the chuppah. Yom Kippur was like the second wedding, because we got the Torah again, and now we get totally enveloped and engulfed in God's holiness. The Gaon, the Grazal says, there's three mitzvot that 
envelops and engulfs a person in total holiness. One, when one is dipping in the mikveh, when, when one lives in Israel, every part and parcel and hair and fiber of his being gets engulfed in the holiness of the holy land. And then the sukkah also, we get totally enveloped into the holiness of God. And this is a very important lesson for us to realize that we are so special to God and God has forgiven us of our sins. We have a clean slate. Let's make it a a year that is full of holiness, full of spiritual growth, being much more diligent and serious about our commitment to God and His Torah. And we have to know, why is it that we are the portion of God? Because I was learning the uh, with my brother-in-law, we were learning Kabbalah, we were learning the Shari Kedusha from the Marchur of Chaim Vital. We have to realize that the soul of the Jew comes from the most holiest of places. Even the angels comes from a lower world, Olama Beriah. So therefore, we have to realize that the Nefech Shachayim, later on in the parsha of this week, it says, Rochev Shamayim Be'ezrecha Ga'avato Shechakim. Since we are partners with God, literal partners, the Torah, God and Jews, are one. And who carries out the Torah? Not the angels, but the Jews. And God, all of the blessing and curse that comes into the world is up to us. It says, Kivyachol, the Nefesh Achaim explains this. It says, Rochev Shamayim Be'ezrecha. God rides in the heavens with our help. Which means we need to help God to help us. If God, Whenever we do a mitzvah, we're sending up positive energy. Then God is able to bring, bring blessing and bring more tikkun to the world. If God forbid we send up sins and Lashon Hara and negative hatred and not being careful about all the mitzvahs of the Torah, then we send up negative energy, then negative energy comes down, because God is our shadow, and the whole mechanism of the world, we make the world turn. If anybody learns history, which is also in this week's parsha, we have to learn history. Whenever the Jews were good, there was unlimited blessing in the world, like in the time of David and Shlomo. So we should be proud that we had a wonderful Yom Kippur and days of um, fasting and repenting. And we should continue to repent and become closer to God from love now and joy. And may Hashem always help us to realize that God loves us so much. That's why... He invites us under the wedding canopy of the sukkah and he wants us totally to be engulfed under the heavens and under the holy leaves of the sukkah, which is such a holy place that it's brought down in halacha. One should treat it, many of the laws of sukkah is like you're sitting in a temple, in a shul, in a, bet, in a holy bet midrash because this shows the closeness between us and God and may we utilize it and bring so much blessing into the world. Amen.